welcome to People with Purpose. So many people are looking for meaning, but they don't know where to start. Imagine a world where everyone could just get their purpose out of them and then actually make it happen. I'm David Roberts, and I believe that we all have a purpose, and with focus and a little help, people with purpose make a difference. And this show is where these stories come to life. Hello, hello, and welcome to People with Purpose. Uh, we're on accountability as part of the Calm Leadership Series. And what we're going to talk about today is accountability and culture. How can you create a culture of accountability in your business, in your team? I've been asked lots of questions about, about this. We've talked about the importance of creating a compelling why and how that helps people to understand what they're accountable for and why it is they're doing it. We've talked about some practical routines, some tactical things that you can do to create accountability in your business in the last two episodes. And by the way, when I say your business, it could be your organization of any kind, your team. You could be startup, you could be scale up. You could be um, running a team in a really large organization. Uh, all of these principles apply. And today I'm going to talk about a commitment culture. And a commitment culture is proven by research to be a great way to make your business, make your team more successful. And compared to other cultural designs, cultural models, cultural modes you could adopt, it increases your probability of success by more than 20% and reduces your probability of failure by even more than that. So I'm going to take you through a piece of work done by a very lovely gentleman called Professor Damien Hughes. He's a previous guest on this podcast. He's the host of the High Performance Podcast, which is well worth checking out. if This is an area that interests you. And he did a bit of work a few years back and produced a book called The Barca Way, The Barcelona Way. And he was looking at culture and how culture can create winning teams and the right culture can give you a better chance of, of being successful. And also, you know, if, if you're on a mission, that's the sort of thing that you want, that kind of Barcelona-level performance where they won eight out of 10 European championships where they won the league um, consistently for a decade. Because culture is a funny old thing. Culture exists whether you create it with intention or not. Accountability exists within all of us. But without a framework in a team, you make your decisions based on what's best for you. And that's not because you're a bad person. That's not because you don't care. That's because we're naturally geared that way. And I'll explain that a little bit better in a minute. And if you're a startup and you're picking talent stars to come and join your team, you, know, you need that talent. You need that ability. But what happens when you begin to scale, you begin to grow, you need a bit more structure. and you know, your stars are there, perhaps not able to be the, the free-flowing players in the team that they would like to be. 
Are they going to support you? Are they going to put in the extra work? Or are they going to leave? And what's it going to cost you to create them? Without a cultural framework of accountability, what is going to be the determining factor that influences those great people's decisions about whether they stay, whether they go. I mean, the loyalty to the mission is is key. And if you want your business to win, if you want your organisation, your team to win, to be successful, to fulfil your purpose, then this piece of work basically proposes that creating a commitment culture is going to be the single biggest positive impact on those chances of success. And as leaders, we have decisions to make. And, you know, we want to make those decisions. But if we're creating an autocracy by virtue of being the founder and being the person who's got the idea and makes all the decisions, then potentially we're not giving people the opportunity to embrace and express themselves. And a commitment culture encourages people to really take things on and make things happen in the in the context like i say of a framework there's the uh, ability to be creative to express yourselves in the context of that framework but it's focused on that common goal but the change really does start with you so how can you create a culture of accountability we're going to look at how you can create a commitment culture and you will see as we go through this how this pans out and how there's a very, very close link between creating the accountability that you need for yourself and for others as a leader and a commitment culture. And this work is, like I say, based around uh, The Barcelona Way by Damien Hughes. But that was founded on some research done by uh, that came out of Stanford, I think, in the early noughties, uh, by Barron and Hannon. And they did an eight-year study into over 200 uh, startups. And the results of that work showed that culture has a massive impact on the prob probability of success or failure. And choosing the culture that you want in your organisation is vital. Otherwise, it just happens by default. And you end up, broadly speaking, in one of these five kinds of culture. So the first one is the star culture. I referred to this a minute ago. So in a star culture, you bring in the most talented people, you pay them top dollar, and then you kind of hope, keep your fingers crossed that they're efforts will create results for you. And in a way, the efforts will be bigger than the some of their parts. And this can really, really work. In the book by Damien Hughes, the example given here, and it was about football teams, so forgive me if you're not into football, uh, but um, but we'll go we'll go with it because it, it illustrates a point. And I'll bring some business examples in as well. So the example in, in, in this case, the star culture was Real Madrid. So well, when Real Madrid were on fire, uh, it was awesome because the stars really came out to play. But when it didn't work, it just caved in. And 
you've got a similar kind of thing in in Google as from the business world where you know they bring in the most talented people they keep them happy whatever the cost uh, in the hope um, that their star quality will will bring success so that's the star culture the second one is the autocratic culture now if you're a founder of a business you may be uh, and you're and you're running it and making all the decisions potentially you may be falling into this category you may recognize this category it's it's an organization which is dominated by one powerful leader who really dominates everything uh, and the example from football that was given here was Manchester United under Alex Ferguson where basically it was kind of all about him he set and enforced the standards my way or the highway type approach uh, another example from business could be um, apple under steve jobs very clear um rules and guidelines and um decisions being made by the by the top person with really really limited uh, potential for people to have uh, for other people in the business to have or the organization to have an impact on how decisions were made. So that's the autocratic model. And again, it's it's an example where if you're a founder of a business, you might have experienced a situation where if you've got a founder or a couple of founders and you've got an autocracy model, and if you can't make a decision between you, nothing gets done. It really slows the business down. Or if you are a founder of a business and uh, you're in the autocratic model, then when you come to sell the business, you can't because it depends too much on you. So they're the kind of examples from a, from a business world. And the third one is a bureaucratic culture. These organizations are run by policies, procedures, rules, regulations, and every business needs a bit of that and all of these elements actually, but it's predominant. And the, there's a kind of almost like a slavish belief that if you follow the rules, everything's going to be okay. And that potentially can make you very inefficient. The football example here is um, Liverpool. Before um, Klopp came in, uh, management by science and, and statistics and algorithms and this belief that if you follow uh, the numbers, follow the data, you'll be successful. So this is where in businesses... Uh, people are employed to fulfil a specific task and they're expected to to do that in a really um, mechanistic and prescriptive way. Less scope for creativity. That's interesting this because the, the example that is, is used here from a business point of view is Microsoft, management by science and stats. And then the fourth version is the engineering culture. This is where you bring in technical experts, really brilliant technical people who are, um, you know, encouraged to join and, and excited by the, the challenging work um, and the technical side of it. And the engineering model, uh, this is um, Arsene Wenger at Arsenal, a real technocrat. And if you focus on the skills and stick to a detailed plan, then success will follow. So this is a culture, again, that can work, but is dependent on 
people in the team who want to work under pressure and with a clear, quite prescriptive plan. And the fifth model is the commitment culture. And this is, yeah, organisations who build a, a culture of commitment. And that accountability comes not to the task in the engineering model or to the policy in the bureaucratic model or to the will of the leader in the autocratic model or to yourself in the star model. The accountability comes to the commitment to the organisation and the mission of the organisation and that emotional connection between what the organisation is looking to achieve and the values, beliefs, behaviours of the people within it. People in this kind of a business are in a culture which is uh, viewed as a key component of the organisation's success. A culture that is based on a kind of a shared philosophy, a which acts in the interests of the mission. So it depends on people in the business being able to connect themselves very much and very closely and align themselves with the purpose of the organisation. And if you think about situations where you really believe in what it is you're doing, really believe in the mission of the organisation that you're working for or the team that you're part of, then that natural urge to commit, that natural urge to be accountable and take accountability just flows through in how you energise, how you show up. Your interests and the outcomes that you're looking to create are aligned with the interests and the outcomes of the organisation that you're working for, the team you're playing for. And this is Barcelona. So in this study that was done, uh, come out of Stan Stanford, this commitment culture or where this commitment culture was seen, it was showed that engagement was, was higher in a commitment culture. It was shown that Retention of people was higher in a commitment culture. And it was also shown that a profitability and financial results were higher in a commitment culture. And service and impact was higher. And those organisations were more sustainable. And it was focused on startups, like I say, uh, but they were more likely to succeed. And like I said, 22% more likely to succeed. So when we get into the work of Damien Hughes uh, is, uh, is really where, where this thing comes to life. Because if you think, okay, yeah, so a commitment culture sounds good to me. I want to create that kind of uh, level of accountability in my organization. I'm not a startup, but, you know, I'd like to do that then it is possible to do. It's easier to do right at the beginning, but it's possible to change. The change starts with you. Thanks for listening to People With Purpose. I hope you've enjoyed the show and are enjoying going on this journey. Please remember to like and subscribe and give us a five-star review. Uh, tell all your friends. And if you're interested in finding out more about any of the things we've covered in this episode of People With Purpose, just get in touch. All the details are in the show notes. Thanks. Bye.